0: Coming to a television screen uh, somewhere near you sometime in the future is season two of Nadia's Farm. Of course, celebrity farming couple Nadia Lim, a celebrity chef, and her husband Carlos Bagri. And Carlos, you've turned into a bit of a celebrity for a Southland uh, farm boy. I reckon you've done all right. And I reckon they should call the show Carlos's Farm. Or would Nadia get a bit (laughs) peeved with that? I
1: don't think Nadia would care. I I just don't think it's going to have the same pull. It's just not quite as... um it's not quite as grabbing, is
0: it? I understand uh, you're getting into agritourism, and we didn't see this in season one, but you've built like a wedding venue, a function centre on the farm there, Royal Burn Station on, on the Crown Range. Is there nothing, Carlos, that you're not going to build on your farm? Because we know you've got an abattoir and a big chicken run. What else is coming up? <laughs>
1: I guess we focus a lot on diversification with Burn. You Burn. Know, obviously we've got the abattoir, we've, we've, as you say, we've got the chickens, we've built the market garden, we've got a retail store. But if I'll be really frank, and I think a lot of farmers listening will definitely appreciate that, especially this year with commodity prices where they're at, is farmers have to do whatever they can to to return some sort of revenue off their property. And agritourism would seem as that's something that's actually starting to build up certainly it's building up in other parts of the world so yeah we we built a we didn't really build anything we just built a platform and we put some lovely planting in trees and bits and pieces it's quite picturesque and it's a perfect place for erecting a marquee and, and having an event having a wedding having something like that right but the the money that's in that is actually a hell of a lot better than it is ever going to be in sheep um, so So, yes, (laughs) let's do more of that.
0: Well, let's talk about your your sheep farming operation because you have a large grain operation and you have the sheep as well. And we might come back to the organic market garden. But with the sheep farming operation, your own abattoir on site, and I know that you supply to high end restaurants, for instance, in the Queenstown region. You must be doing better than the average bear, though, are you?
1: Oh, look, I would say I would say yes. You know, like, I think that would be it would be unfair to say that we're, we're not doing well out of that aspect of it. Uh, I'd probably caution a little bit. Like, there is a lot of cost that goes into to actually creating that value chain. You know, you think, oh, look, you know, you've got your own capital livestock, you know, you're lambing, you Obviously, you've, you've got all that going on, and you've got your own avatar and your own butcher your own team and distribution and stuff. It does all cost a bit. You know, we have quite a few staff here. Uh, so, you know, we do... You know, yes, it's profitable, but it, it definitely it does require a lot of work.
0: In season one of Nadia's farm, one of the standout operations on farm was the chook farm. We were going through an egg shortage; I think we still have yeah. nationwide. How are the chooks going in season two?
1: Well, the chooks are going great, guns. Uh, the infrastructure around the chooks is nothing but problematic. Uh, I mean, potentially you might use the words white elephant. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> Just yeah, watch the show, Jamie, and you you will see all of that. So, uh,
0: are you having trouble um, keeping the chooks caged, or they're not caged; they're free range, but having trouble keeping them in? Oh
1: look, um, we decided to go sort of, sort of not all in, but but pretty. We went pretty hard on the chickens. We thought, look, this this year is a year we're going to invest in, in quite expensive infrastructure. And we're going to do it all, do it all properly, uh, and so we did that, um, but. We had a few <laughs> snags. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't want to give away too much from the show, but certainly that's uh, that was hellish. Okay, uh, and we're still, we're, we're, still, we're still dealing with, with uh, that right at the moment. So hopefully we have ironed it all out by the S- end of season. Some, yeah.
0: some shock horror Chuck scenes in season two of Nadia's Farm. <laughs> now in, in season one, the organic market garden proved to be a bit of a fizzer in some ways. Are you tempted to get out in the middle of the middle of the night with a backpack around up, Carlos? <laughs>
1: Oh no, would kill me. Um, yeah, look. I mean, you guys understand this, Market gardening on a small scale, you know, using human resources very is labour intensive. Labour intensive means it's very expensive, uh, and the number of weeds, especially couch grass, has been has, has definitely been problematic. Uh, I think we've turned a little bit of the corner there with market gardening. We've we've simplified things a lot you know, we've we've pulled I think we had thirty six different lines and now we have something like six or seven. So we've we've simplified it, we've we've grown what grows well. Um, but but, yeah, it is. It's still a lot of work for for your return on equity.
0: Okay, just to finish on, if, if you and Nadia weren't busy enough, I know you've got three young kids as well, and you're running Royal Burn Station, you've got your fingers on a whole lot of pies, farming and commercial. You, are ta- you have taken on a Nuffield scholarship. You, you're taking off to South America for a couple of months. What does Nadia think about all this?
1: Oh, well, she's probably not as enthusiastic as I am, but it's... Um I mean, this is this is an incredible opportunity. Like I have to say, like this this is something that I'm fizzing about. So, in yeah, three weeks I'm on a jet uh, off off to South America. So I spend a bit of time in Brazil, and I'm on the way through a little bit of time in Texas, and I get back for about six weeks, and I'll take off again off to uh, off to Australia, or Africa, and, and Europe.
0: So, what are you doing um, on your scholarship? What are you studying? What's your thesis or whatever going to be about?
1: Well, so I'm looking at how farmers can reduce waste, or rather, how farmers can turn waste into resources. Uh, so a lot of that is—I mean, a lot of farmers are obviously doing a great job of that with, you know, spreading effluent and, and everything else. And you know, the big thing for me as a cropping farmer is looking at how can I utilise the chicken manure, which is very high in nitrogen. How can I utilise that across my arable crops um, as a way of sort of reducing having having to import nitrogen when we're literally creating it here on the farm. Uh, so so there's There's that going on, but I'm also, if I'll be honest, I'm I'm sort of also really intrigued as just what the future of farming looks like in general. You know, like what are farmers outside of New Zealand doing? Like, where are the opportunities? So, what are other people doing, and, and what could New Zealand potentially invest in that's going to be advantageous into the future?
0: Well, there you go. Fodder for season three of Nadia and, in brackets, Carlos's farm. (laughs) Hey, Carlos Bagri, always good to chat on the country. Good luck. We'll try and catch up with you when you return from your Nuffield scholarship trip to South America. Cheers. Thank you.